0: Hey, this is Coco Columbia. You're listening to Sounds of PDX. This is Bo Bascoro.
1: This is Shay Altered.
0: Hey, this is Andrew.
1: And this is Laura. More we're a Code.
2: This is Josh. And this is Nick. We're Talk Modern.
1: This is Maliki.
2: And this is Ryan. We're Small Million. And you're listening to Sounds of PDX.
1: Sounds of PDX. Sounds of PDX on PRP.
2: Happy Tuesday. This is KSFL, LP Portland, Portland Radio Project on 99.1 FM and PRP.FM. Welcome back to this very special week. We've got the March fundraiser going on here for Portland Radio Project. So if you haven't yet, please go to PRP.FM. Help keep local music on the air because I've got wonderful guests coming into the studio all the time. But tonight I have one of my favorites. bo <laughs> oh, back on the show. What's up? Oh, Dude, so glad that you're here. Uh, we yeah. were talking just before we came on like it's... It, it time flashed 2018 has gone by oh, a yeah. big chunk of it and we hadn't hung out yet. So. I know it made me so sad. It's wonderful that you're but
0: here, but I'm really happy. It was just such good timing. Cause, uh, my buddy, I mean, you know, Jack Kennedy, we were texting about you and just talking about like, wow, we, we miss it. We miss Luke so much. We've just got to kidnap him and take him away and hang out with him. And so then, you text me. I'm like, let's do
2: this. <laughs> the universe answered. I know. Yeah. Well, man, it, uh, it is long overdue, but we've got a really cool show tonight. We are talking about pop music, like all things pop music. Uh, in, in its definition, it's a wide, broad spectrum. Oh, yes. People don't understand that. And tonight on the playlist, we have a lot of great music featured, including a handful of local artists. But uh, to start the show. Let's start it with my special guest. We're going to play the woman right here at the top of the show. I wanted to start with a track from Bo. Um, This is a song that I just think has one of the most original and catchy intros of like in a long time. That is so sweet. (laughs) I I heard "Hide and Seek first, then I heard this, and I was like, what is going on with this piano? Uh, Really brilliant. Do you want to say anything about this
0: song? Oh, no, I think that was actually... Um, when I first started really wanting to to start songwriting and everything and, you know, learning how to produce myself, um, that, that this is a specific song that I was like, I I just want to like, really, I want to stretch myself. I want to learn how to do this whole production thing. And so I came up with that little, you know, the, the glitchy piano thing. And, um, I was like, I don't know if it sounds cool. I'll give it a shot. And so just threw it out. And then the melody just kind of came to me while I was I think I was just driving down. I was living in California at the time and I was just kind of, I think I was driving to work or something. I was working at Cheesecake Factory at the time and thinking about an ex-girlfriend.
1: Oh, nice, <laughs> so perfect.
0: Like, it's
2: a storm. Man, up. let me tell
0: you what, on my way to Cheesecake Factory,
2: <laughs> just brooding. That's right, living so, the life. That's awesome, yeah. man. No, this is one of my uh, most personally played songs from my playlist last year in 2017. Oh my gosh. Uh, I love this song. This is The Woman by Bo Bascoro. Stick around. I will be with him until 9 p.m. That is my special guest, Bob Ascoro, and his single, The Woman, that was off of an EP that came out last year. Uh, Does it seem like a lot of time has gone by since that?
0: It is actually crazy to think that that was, I released that, I think, three years ago. And then my, my, um, I Keep My Eyes Closed EP released actually almost a, oh, a little over a year ago now. So it's just crazy how flat, I was going to do a whole like anniversary, happy anniversary to this, but it, it went by so fast that I just like, I couldn't, I couldn't. Keep
2: up with it. (laughs) Yeah, doing it. uh, Like, we, I thought about that too. Like, the first year. Came and went of uh, the one-year anniversary of this show, and I was like, oh, "I'm going to put out some like stats." And I was like, "I." Th- it came and went. It happened like, I'm not, so fast. Yeah, second yeah. year came. Nothing. I was like, uh, "I'll do something later." Yeah, on maybe next time, news. if I get to five, I'll do, <laughs> okay, yeah. I'll do a big preparatory show yep, yep. to celebrate that. Uh, well, right on, man. We are here talking about pop music mm-hmm. um, in all of its iterations. For me, I'll just say right off the top, I used to be a total like uh, either metal or alt rock guy, and in one of my Relatable. very first. Relatable. Yeah. I was like the guitar guy. (laughs) Classic. I I was in a band that we were writing pop music, and the and the producer that was working with us was like, you know, we're all trying to describe it. He's like, well, if you're gonna write pop music, you need to approach it like this. And I was Mm -hmm. like, at first I was like kind of offended. I was like, we're not writing pop music. He's like, No, no, let me explain to you. If it's gonna be on the radio, (laughs) it's pop music. Oh, yeah, absolutely you know that so that's my loose definition of pop if it's if, if it's resonating with a lot of people and it's usually on the radio it's it's going to be pop music it's so
0: interesting like as time goes on and the more you spend time in the music industry the more you, the more educated you get obviously but it's so funny to think what i thought of even even 5 years ago and how <laughs> you know the the romanticism of of being discovered by a major label or something like that, you you have all these kind of fantasies of what the music industry looks like. And then when you jump into it, you're like, oh, I was wrong about everything, <laughs> you
2: know? So- Well, you know, in your defense and in my defense, what we were taught growing up of what the music business would be has completely changed in That's those very last true. five years. You That's know, very true. Uh specifically. But so let's talk about some of the early pop bands that you listened to as a kid. For me, like I had a sister that listened to Prince and like all the eighties stuff. So for like oh, man. early introduction to the to some of that, I should have thrown some pop. of this on
0: that. I'll t- okay, so my first my first um pop artist that I listened to was um Shamelessly, Britney Spears. Okay. Absolutely. She was queen she was queen B before B- Beyonce was queen B. For That's me. right. I was. And so that it was, cr- I don't even know how I got into her, but I was like, Oh, I just love the melodies that are happening right now. And she's like, she was like the prettiest person in the early nineties for a five-year-old or whatever, <laughs> however old I was. <laughs> so I was, I, I was like, Oh, I, I'm like obsessed with this, this random girl. And so, uh, well not random. She's, she was the pop star, but, um, at the time I was growing up at this church where, um, you know, or like I was just like growing up in a conservative you know, church home. And so I, I remember MTV was doing a special and I granted I wasn't allowed to watch MTV, but I knew about MTV. So my mom was like, how do you know about MTV? <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I just heard it
1: from kids at school.
0: All your bad but friends. They, <laughs> all my Yeah, so um, I remember MTV had a special on Britney Spears on a Sunday and I'm like, oh, mom, can we please skip church for MTV's Britney Spears special? She was like, what? I'm like, pretty please. She's like, okay, but just don't tell any of our Christian friends. Nice, <laughs> So nice. I'm like, mom's coming in clutch. That's awesome. So I was, she was definitely like, baby one more time and oops, I did it again. Were not only just like beautifully arranged, but the production of that at that time was so freaking good.
2: Yeah, it's epic. I mean, that was like at the time rock music was getting, you know, it was the battle of the masters. They were releasing rock albums that were so loud. Right. And that Britney Spears stuff is some of that hard hitting pop music that was never at those levels. Oh, for sure. It was crazy. No, I absolutely. mean, and that's why it resonated through the club circuit and could be heard on Disney radio. Well, yeah, and
0: I feel like that's why, why it is pop music too. It's just so easy. To, it's easy to listen to and it's catchy as freaking heck. And uh, you can play, it's universally Like you can play anywhere.
2: And no. and I think an influencer like Britney Spears is still having an impact. Uh I can only guess totally. she's impacted the next guest or the next artist on the list. I've got an artist that you submitted, Bo. This is a song called Avalanche by Fletcher. Okay. Wasn't familiar with this artist. This is a really great track, man. She I
0: some, I don't know how I discovered her. It may have been on a Spotify playlist that I was playing at one point and just it stumbled onto her. But I, I think her voice is phenomenal, and she has such a unique arrangement of music, where she they intentionally with all of her tracks try to have a cello and a banjo or acoustic guitar in it. Wow! As a pop and include the pop synth stuff and all of that going on, and um, I just I just really respected that, and the melodies are just catchy. And yeah, this is a great like song, textbook pop, but kind of like pushes that like little. Oh, excuse me burping good coffee. Was that you? I'm like, oh, this song. Your stomach is satisfied. Um, <laughs> yeah, but this this is a great catchy song and I love the voice, love the arrangement and having the,
2: just having the acoustic factors in in a pop song like that is just really unique to me. So I like it. I was so excited to see what songs you would submit uh, to me for this playlist because I was like, there's gotta be a handful of stuff I'm not familiar with. This is one of those songs, man. <laughs> exactly. Uh, well done. This is Fletcher with Avalanche here on Sounds of PDX. Yep. That is Pride's here on Portland Radio Project. One of my favorite bands of the past three years. Uh, Bo, I'm so glad that you were digging them. That's a oh brand my. new single from them.
0: That is that is stunning. That is so beautiful, and you know that's like right up my alley as far as music goes and my taste. But if I was just thinking, like while the while the progression going, I'm like, oh my gosh, I would drive. In the middle of the night, in the summer, through the back roads of the the countryside here, and listen to that and just cry. <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's actually like the the feeling you're talking about right there is what I try to capture. Uh, Absolutely. For my shameless plug here, for my Thursday show the the listening party, I try to do that. I try to make some sort of a soundtrack with something that is, uh, you know, pride is is in the wheelhouse. I know is going to get somebody emotional, but I also like to do a little Sir Sly or Ooh. Ko. You know these these odd artists that still have these anthemic beautiful things. So what do you think it is about what we just heard from prides because that type of songwriting where you're building on pre-chorus to, I think I've got this chorus locked yeah. in and then they step it up again with this other amazing keeps, post. Yeah. Like it's done through so many generations, but why do you think it still resonates with listeners?
0: I think it's because it's like, I don't know for me, it resonates with me because, um, and I've told you this before, the, the whole reason I got into music in the first place was because of growing up with entertainment, like music, uh, you know like movies video games TV shows dramas and um I think that th- for me when I hear something like that I think of like different scenarios different imagery or <clears throat> different like moments in a in a show or a drama where I'm like oh, this is this is this is what would happen in this song you know and actually in like a lot of the songs that I submitted I'm that's actually exactly what I was thinking was like, Oh, this is, this makes me feel like this in this scenario. And if this was in a movie, this is how I'd feel. So I feel like for me, it connects to that kind of connotation of, um, of a a scenario and you know, you can create whatever kind of story you want, but I think that's what's beautiful about music for me is that you, it, it plays a part in any kind of, um, any kind of story you wanted to play a part in.
2: Do you find you use that love for, you know, the soundtrack feeling oh, we yeah. get from music? Do you use that in your in your own writing? Do you write something that goes, I would love to feel this, construct oh, a scene in your head and then you score it? Absolutely. Oh, that's fantastic. That's literally
0: man. almost, almost. I would say 75 or 80% of the the music that I write, I think of like a scenario of like, what am I doing at this moment? Or what would this character be doing in this moment, thinking about this one thing,
1: you know, hmm, that's yeah. really cool. <laughs> so
0: I think like with these with these kind of songs, I'm like, oh, this would be for this. It's like, yeah, driving and being sc- crying about something is <laughs> happening, you know, whatever, being an emotional wreck or some kind of. I just like think about a, a certain situation, and that's why it connects with me, and that's why I love those kind of you know, that kind of song. And I don't know, I can't speak for everyone, but I know that that is definitely how I feel about it.
2: Yeah, I'm with you, man. I've always been drawn to the the music that sounds soundtrack. Yeah. One of my first early memories with like really poppy, catchy music was uh, Christopher <laughs> Cross's Believe It or Not. It's what? the theme song from the greatest American hero. Yeah. <laughs> Like it's such a good melody, and I remember going through like my music snob alt rock phase, and then it had been years, and I still heard that song, and I welled up with like, tears. <laughs> it's I was like, the most beautiful. Christopher thing. Cross did it. Man, it's like it's a great song, and, but I think that's what it is. I think I think there is something to be said um, for bands like uh, you know, prog rock, Dream Theater, really technically brilliant, proficient, totally. But it always goes back to. You got good chords, good melody, good lyrics. It can be done in any genre. Oh,
0: yeah, absolutely. And I think that there's definitely like that, you had that, oh, I'm totally losing my train of thought. Dang it. <laughs> um, what was I just saying? It was like, I think, you know what? We're just gonna have to move on until I catch that back. And I will, I will interrupt. I'll interrupt. yeah, we'll, we'll make a note. <laughs> I'm get gonna back write to write that it. down. Well,
2: I'm gonna give you some time to think about <laughs> it because I'm gonna go to one of your selections again. We've got another one from you, from an artist called Kygo the track is fragile oh yes dude this is a great song i knew the oh. artist didn't know this track blindsided yes. me man this guy i
0: really love uh so i love i really like kago's direction and how he writes but the people that he comes to feature like specifically this this is labyrinth <clears throat> and he sings jealous um which is just a beautiful it's a beautiful song as well but um it's this guy's voice and his emotion behind his voice is just like you destroy me <laughs> you <know?
2: laughs> so so I definitely love the song for so many different reasons but it is yeah. gorgeous uh, glad you brought it in tonight you're listening to Sounds of PDX I am Luke Neal we're celebrating the art of pop music tonight listening to a wide selection of artists here on Portland Radio Project just a quick buzz before we get back into the playlist it is our March fundraising week we would definitely appreciate your help because we play a local artist every 15 minutes or non-profit station go to PRP.FM click the support PRP button become a real Occurring contributor to the station and have that warm feeling in your heart because we're going to keep bringing you great tunes uh, like those latest influence. So Labyrinth is the singer. Kaigo's the songwriter. Yes, is that sir. correct? The track is Fragile. Stick around. I've got Bo until 9 p.m. there's a lot of distractions now in the uh, music production world as far as, you know, gear and arranging and all these things. And sometimes we just forget that it has to go back to basics. So tell us about your songwriting experience and some of those, Uh, this is a perfect example of you don't need that million dollar studio to write some stuff. Oh my Lord,
0: actually, so I went on a, I recently went on a songwriting retreat where I just packed up my studio, which is super easy. It's just my piece of crap, 2011 MacBook and my interface, a couple of speakers um, and my MIDI keyboard and a guitar and took that to um, Bend, Oregon. And um, I had a buddy who had a a studio apartment and just let me stay in there for the week. And I, those are like the bare, you know, whatever that you don't need much. I kind of had extra and, um, during that whole writing experience, I was producing a lot and doing a lot of, you know, like all the synth stuff and uh, just like going just crazy on all the plugins that I had and all the (laughs) synth stuff. But uh, I, like I was saying earlier, I know for a fact that the one thing that will for sure be on my tombstone is disc too slow because (laughs) I used so much disc space on all my projects and it's (laughs) ridiculous and my computer crashed by the end of the week. And so I had to resort to just throwing my phone on voice memos and throwing whatever I want to write on my acoustic and just coming up with the ideas. And, um, it's just, you, it, the more versatile you can be and the more minimal you can be, I think the, the more you have room to, um, to be creative in the bigger setting. Cause you'll have you're if you're good at that one, the, the minimal, You know, if you're good at the minimal, minimum of what you've got, then you can just push your envelope and be creative with all this other glamorous stuff that you'll get down the road. Maybe, you know,
2: well, there's people putting (laughs) out records with like minimal gear that sound really good. And then there's people that come out with these really Mm. polished, brilliant sounding records, but that have no heart to it. Mm. I think even at its core, pop is, is full of heart. You know, it's not afraid to be. Over the top, it's not afraid to be, you know, boisterous.
0: Oh yeah, I definitely think that with pop too. There's some of my favorite producers are pop producers. You have Ryan Tedder and um, Jack Antonoff, which you and I both share a love for. He's brilliant. Yeah. Did Taylor Swift's album, Lord's album, his album Saint Vincent, and um, with them, they, they just, they. Definitely they put so much, they put so much heart into what they do and they know the foundations of what, um, what they need. And then they know how to push the envelope and, um, and I, I just, it, they blow my mind and it's always, it seems like it's always pop music for me. And maybe it's cause I don't listen to enough of anything else maybe, but with pop music, I'm always hearing more production Uh, like production skills or production techniques that keep like pushing the envelope, like side chaining. We were talking about side chaining earlier. I've never heard that in a lot of other records until the first pop record I heard with that. And then I heard that in other indie albums and stuff. But I mean, pop, pop is where I feel like you get a lot of your, the the roots of what we have right now in production. Yeah.
2: Yeah. They're usually on the front end of cutting edge because they're trying to make that interesting new thing that's also accessible. Uh, Which brings me next uh, to the next track on the list. It's a local band that I just adore. They always push the envelope. Uh, This is Small Million. Are you familiar Mm -hmm. with them? Uh, Just love love them to death. Uh, This is the first song that made me kind of a big fan. This is Six Feet uh, and I just, I think it's one of those songs that does a good job of having a strong melody, but just so many interesting production things going on. Oh yeah, Uh, Super great band. So here they are. Small Million on Sounds of PDX. Stick around. Don't let me go. surround me by leon here on sounds of pdx i'm your host luke neal i've got Bo bascoro on deck tonight co-hosting hey uh, we're talking about some pop music and yeah. really good pop music you've been bringing in man um Oh, same,
0: dude. That Pride's album or the tr- Pride's track? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. If I don't it, know how I haven't heard
2: that before. They're um, they're just in Glasgow, man. They're a European pop band that so landed on my radar, and I'm just so thankful. Um, well, let, let's talk about you. Okay. We, we talked in the last segment about your songwriting retreat, but I want to talk to you about some of the things you've been doing here in 2018 so far. So, obviously, the yeah. songwriting retreat was in December. Was that just before? No,
0: we- actually, I think it was... It was either the end of January or uh, February, somewhere in that. Okay, so pretty recent. And then you
2: were also working on new music recently yes. with uh, Andrew. How do you how do you say Andrew Serino? Yeah, yeah. So you contributed to some of his work,
0: correct? I didn't necessarily. No, I didn't technically. Contr- well, I was a part of his vocal, his uh, background vocals. Yeah. He had like choirs and stuff, and um, we we share the same producer, uh, Justin Abel, at Tone Lab Studio, and. Um, you know, I've grown up with Andrew and we've kind of like inspired each other to, you know, push our own envelopes and we've inspired each other with the songwriting and stuff. And so we always, we're always talking about what's new and with music in us. And, um, so I haven't done a lot of, I have not done a lot of songwriting with him, but, um, I love, oh, I recently was just in the studio with, um, Shay Altered. Which I got to see, um, I just got to hang out with them and, and visit them and kind of see what they're cooking up. And it is so crazy. The direction she's going right now is like, they're fantastic. What, that's, it's just what it's I, just, I, I love, that's love what her I want. voice. She's oh, yeah. got,
2: and just a matter of fact, Shay Altered is, is coming up on the playlist a little bit later as well. Yes. Um, so I want to ask you, how does it feel uh, to have your music covered?
1: Uh, oh Tyler my Ward
2: this dude did a really great cover of High so it was
0: crazy so uh, Tyler Ward and I think their name's Megan Liz uh, yeah they um, (laughs) I started getting text messages from people being like dude Tyler Ward, and I'm like, who, uh, who, who, who is that? Who, is that like a someone from Gresham? Cause I'm from Gresham, I came up from <laughs> Gresham. I'm like, is that just a Gresham dude that I did a good cover? I don't know. So then listen, I'm like, dude, what? This guy's got a huge following. Almost 20,000 views on his cover of your song. Yeah, man. yeah. And actually, uh, I got to, so that specific song, so High, which was my last single, uh, it went from like a few thousand to when he released the the cover of it. To a few hundred thousand streams. Wow, man! In that day, and so, um, so thank you to Tyler Ward because he just <laughs> helped my help my public image and helped my following. But that's um, what it's about, man. I think that is that's kind of a that's a really cool moment to 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 find out that you have a song that kind of that inspires someone, and like I told you in the last the last time we I was up, I was on here, um, that you know just to have someone say you know, I, your music inspires me or your music has affected me in this way is just so like heartwarming to me, and that's when you know that you're doing the right thing. Yeah, and so to have someone that's kind of like reg- higher has a higher regard, um, or that's more highly regarded than others, um. To have someone like that say, "Yo, this is such a great track. It's really inspiring. It's relatable. I want to cover it." was such a, like it was really affirming for me. Yeah, man. So, um, so
2: that was a that was a great moment for me. Pretty powerful. I saw that and I was like, "This is just so cool." Yeah. I mean, and it's it's why I. I'm a fan of yours. You just had a handful of wonderful songs. And I was like, this dude's automatically going Man, on my playlist. Thank you. Uh, and it's continuing to happen. I'm sure. Yes. Uh, you, you said you're working on some new music. Yes. We're going to talk about that a little bit later. Uh, but I I just want to get back to the playlist because oh, yeah. we've got bleachers next. And uh, we've been talking about the Jack best. all evening. Uh, I can't recall if this was on air or not. But if, if you all haven't seen his uh, Tonight Show interview with Jimmy Fallon, <laughs> Jack Antonoff was <laughs> so, like, it's so odd, but it's perfectly him. Yeah. Yeah, no, he's such a weirdo and a goofball, but he's so endearing about it. And the night or that night he performed, his dad was in the band on The Tonight Show. Yeah, I know. I saw that in the background. I love the relationship he has with his family.
0: It's such a pretty cool. It's such a unique relationship. I mean, most people are really close, hopefully really close to their families. And with him, you know, I follow him on social media and I follow his sister and both of them are always together going to award shows. They bring their parents on tour and it's just such a tight knit little Little relationship they have there And it's so cute to me
2: I want that But Bleachers puts out music That just makes everybody happy And it just resonates with them In such a beautiful way And this song is Is one of the first ones That just really captured me Absolutely This is Rollercoaster There's so many good ones To pick off of that EP But I think this one Is like the soundtrack song Oh yes
0: Absolutely This is definitely The nostalgia Like drive, driving through. It's like
2: the end of an 80s film, 80s classic. That's what it makes me feel like. It's like you're driving through the end of an 80s movie. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Well, here it is. This is Bleachers on Portland Radio Project. Stick around. I'll be with you until 9 p.m. The band is Aquilo, the track was thin. This is Portland Radio Project, your community radio station. Thank you for joining us tonight. This is Sounds of PDX. Dude, it has been a pleasure so far chatting yeah. about uh, like your songwriting process. Uh, I didn't know, I should have asked last time uh, that you actually picture movie scenes and write songs about it, which <laughs> is, I've always wanted to be able to do that. Oh man. But it doesn't work that way for me. It's like, oh, I got a cool melody or guitar part. Let's go from there. Oh, for sure. And I, then lyrics tell a story, but I've never been like.
0: I li- definitely think that it's, it's what inspires it, but like, it's different for every mood or every person, every songwriter too. But um yeah, that's the way I do it. And I really like it because that's, that's what I grew up on. And it just, it adds more of a, a dynamic and like more of, um I don't know what you would call it even just like more heart to it.
2: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I was going to say depth. Yeah, it's, Yeah. It gives you something you're intentionally addressing; it yeah. isn't just a, a thought. You're addressing something in your brain. For sure, uh, dude. It has been uh, really interesting too watching you, <laughs> social media wise, over the last <laughs> month or so. You've been playing a lot of shows yeah, here, in 2018. It's been, it's been crazy.
0: I kind of I think that may have come up from you know the publicity I got with Tyler Ward and and with the whole Maxwell House thing that we talked about last time I was here, but. Uh, I've just been kind of, you know, I, I I take this seriously and I want this to be, this is my life, you know, and so I'm doing what I can to, to, to survive and that's what, how I want to do
2: it. So you're also partnering with some really rad local musicians. Let's first talk oh, yeah. about uh, the show that's taking place this Thursday. You're going to be at the White Eagle Thursday night at 8 PM and you're performing with common hours and worth. Yes. Where worth is phenomenal. I'm not familiar with common hours.
0: Yeah. they're. I mean, I, I think they're, they're fairly new, but, um, they had, I apparently they they're from, or the front man's from orange County and he had a pretty good following down there. Um, and we actually have a mutual friend. We didn't, I didn't know this at the time, but my friend texts me and she's like, Oh my gosh, we're playing a show together. I'm like, we, She's like, I'm playing bass for common hours. I'm like, no freaking
1: way! How wild! So,
0: um, so I hear nothing but good things, and I follow them on Instagram and uh, their social media, and everything that they post up there is just really cool. Um, they're sweet people, and since I have a relationship already with one of them, I think they're they've got to be great because she's a phenomenal musician too. Um, but I actually haven't heard much of Christopher Wirth. He's a favorite
2: here at PRP. He's been on our playlist for, I mean, I think ever since they opened, one of the founders, Anessa Anderson is a big fan and um, she's done a bunch of interviews and showcased his music and he's just, I don't know, Alan Stone meets, I mean, he's a great singer-songwriter, wonderful voice, does a lot of work out of hollowed halls, has a really atmospheric, soulful music, I'm sure it's gonna be a a smash.
0: Yeah, I SoundClouded some of his music and I was like, oh dang, so he's like a good musician. He's fantastic, (laughs) You
2: know how you have like, you got musicians, but then you have those musicians that you're like, dang it. (laughs) And he's a super genuinely like weird dude, we played a track on the air once (laughs) And he was walking oh, me through, dumb. like, he's like, all right, so we recorded this during a seance and like <laughs> what? in the end of the recording, you can hear like, he's like, these were the doors slamming and they like took these things from the audio recording and no, for from real? a seance and it's on his record.
0: Wait, so he was like recording in a seance like a, or he was in a
2: seance so they what? recorded a seance they did and then put it into a track what in the same the house heck? they were tracking it that's crazy yeah he's a, you'll love him you'll love <laughs> it's him like,
0: I really wanted to be edgy so I just
2: <laughs> we summoned, to the, the summoned the ghost
0: <laughs> we summoned the beast uh
2: yeah wow. it's a you don't that is crazy The show is gonna be fantastic so White Eagle 8pm this Thursday night uh worth Bo and Common Hours let's talk about another local favorite artist we just talked about we've got Shay Altered next on the Playlist yep. with Miss Me, really cool track. So good. I,
0: it's crazy because she, and she's still she's still like going down the direction that she's figuring out right now. And hearing her her most recent stuff, she's gonna be re- uh, releasing soon. It's just like, oh gosh, why are you so good? But. The, the tracks, you know, her and Justin from, you know, my producer, our producer, he their, their minds together just freaking slay. It's incredible the things that they come up with. And so this is one of those where I'm like, I kind of feel like in a way it's a little bit like if Evanescence was still doing something, sure this is kind of what it would sound like. Some but industrial a little,
2: influence on yeah, top of that. Yeah. yeah.
0: And um I, I love her lyrics because she's definitely, you know, up my alley with the whole brooding broodiness and like she Rudy. gives zero f's about anything so, <laughs> so true
2: yeah i was blown away the first time i saw her uh, as a matter of fact we're gonna do a local block with shay altered and and after that we'll play talk modern because i saw shay for the first time open for talk modern at the uh, hawthorne oh so no like, way this is this is a perfect melding so nice here it is portland artist shay altered followed by talk modern this is a local block here on sounds of pdx Portland's Talk Modern, you could have heard that song last night on uh, some... <laughs> 16 and Pregnant. 16 and pre- Thank you, Bo. I was like some MTV wow. show. Clearly Luke does not watch little teenage uh, girls being pregnant. About pregnant on MTV. <laughs> that sounded yeah, weird. That's, we did d- not do a good job of that. <laughs> but congrats to them because it's a big deal, man. You get your music on that stuff, get it out to the people. That's what it's about is sharing this uh, wonderful pop music. Honestly. Uh, speaking of which, next on the playlist is a great track from an artist you introduced me to last year when you were on the show, Rainsford. Yes. She is stellar. Oh my gosh, Thank I you love for her that. voice. I actually, <laughs> I'm such a weirdo. I, you, No one
0: heard this on the air earlier, but I said happy birthday <laughs> to Rainsford because her birthday was yesterday. Um, but she, I I messaged her on Instagram, not to be a creep, but I was like, yo, this song is so good. And she reached back out and was like, oh my gosh, that means so much coming from, you know, which is like so nice to have a, a, a highly regarded artist you know, be engaging with a nobody like me, you know? And so I reached out and
1: (laughs) I'm (laughs) like, I don't know about that,
0: but my man. But uh, you know, I asked her questions about her production or her her producer because that producer, I don't know what he does, but like he's, it's so good.
2: What a great atmosphere they create.
0: Yes, absolutely. And so I asked him, I've asked her about that and she just kind of gave me her, how she does her whole songwriting formula. And I was like, Wow, that was really kind of you to even be Gosh. willing to talk about that.
2: And that's what it's about, man. That's kind of one of the original motivators for social media is to have people that normally wouldn't be able to connect because of so many layers of red tape. Dude, 100 percent It's perfect. And
0: for me, I'm just like, I'm I hope that I never get to a point where like I quote unquote rock star people. Because first of all, my whole point of being a musician is to let people, you know, to empathize with people and let people know that they're heard, they're understood, and they're important. And that would go against everything that I stand for. I just can't imagine. I don't have time for, you know, and um, I just think that I'm just really over the whole celebrityism thing. Like, I don't care about being, winning a Grammy or anything like that. I just want people to feel like they're just as important as I want to feel, Hmm. you know? Well said, my friend.
2: Uh, well, you brought in a track from Rainsford. She teamed up with Twin Shadow to do a track named Intentions. And I love Twin Shadows. So yes. I was so excited that you submitted this. Is this a fairly new song? This was, I think this was her last, not this recent single, but her
0: single before that.
2: This is fantastic. Yes. Uh, to match it, my influence after that will be playing The Wildlife with I'll Find It. Stick around. I've got Bo Bascor until 9 p.m. You're listening to your community radio, Portland Radio Project. Woo. That is the wildlife here on Sounds of PDX. We are celebrating all things pop music. I've got special co-host Bo Bascoro with me tonight. What's up everybody? We are, uh, we've are. we been playing a lot of really great tunes. I've featured a couple local artists. Uh, my guest Bo Bascoro, Shea Altered, Small Million has been on the show. We also played some Talk Modern and we've got uh, one more local coming up a little bit later. Um, but Bo, you and I were talking about an interesting angle to pop music. We yeah. were saying, and I used to be in this camp, so I'm guilty of this, they're, they're Used to be the idea that pop music is easy and pop music sometimes doesn't oh, yeah. equate to real musicianship. So tell the listeners the challenges that come with writing pop music.
0: Well, I just think that like there is a formula it just as just the same as writing any kind of music. There's a formula to writing it. But um with pop music, you have a specific formula that has to cater to a large, I, I don't want to say like a grander multitude of people than most, but um, to fit to fit the qualifications of being more universal and applicable to different radio stations or genres or you know, whatever you want to sync it to. And um, well, the thing that I hear the most is like, Like, oh, the pop artists, this isn't even real music. And they're not even real musicians. This person can't even really sing. It's all auto-tuned. It's all too much produced, too much production. And I'm thinking, you know, some of my, some of my favorite pop artists are also some of my favorite musicians. You know, Ryan Tedder. Great producer, knows what he's doing. Phenomenal singer. If you've ever heard him live, he does that stuff live, you know, and one of my favorite pianists too. He plays piano so, he's so crazy. It's Ooh. so good, you know, and if you ever see One Republic live, Ryan Tedder's the frontman for One Republic, they do a little jam session where he just does rag t- uh, ragtime and it's the craziest, it's the craziest thing to see because you just think, oh, he's a pop artist. He just sits there and plays these basic GCD chords, but you're like you know, you see him in real life and you're like, oh man, I'm a little mistaken. He actually has some talent to him, you Yeah, know? And there, I think there's a lot of artists that are like that and I don't think they get the credit because pop just kinda has a bad reputation with that, where they think, oh, it's just fake, and he's just a pretty boy or something, you know?
2: It is really hard. I mean, in this day and age, I will never fault somebody for not having access to a vintage guitar setup so they can sound like old records. Like, the laptop is the modern-day folk instrument. Everyone has access to it. Wow, yeah, 100%. People can compose now on their laptops. That's why you can have a kid in some apartment somewhere Mm -hmm. make a million-dollar hit, because, they now have the brushes and the paints that everyone else has had.
0: And I think that's what changes, that's what's changed the industry too. The whole like romanticism of being discovered at some random show that you're playing, that's, I mean, that's totally possible, yeah. but that's kind of not, the, the, the industry has just kind of gone in a different direction now and it's changed. And now that music is so accessible, like I remember one of Ellie Goulding's first albums was all made in someone's apartment closet, totally. you know, and now look where she is. i um, so glad you brought her. Totally up. breaking, uh, Ed Sheeran's heart. <laughs> <laughs> she's made it <laughs> she's she's there she got to do that
2: <laughs> you've hurt a person that's been on what Game have of you Thrones. <laughs> you did done this ellie
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh my god that's gosh. hilarious well an artist that actually reminds me a little bit of what ellie golding has uh betty who is next on the playlist oh, the yes. track is ignore me bo this is your selection uh lay down me why is why is this one on the list
0: okay so I I, stomp, I my friend Grace introduced me to the cover of um, always the uh, I love you always forever. Mm. Um, Betty who did a cover of that and I was like wow this is I love you always forever. I was going it's not Ace of Base. I see it's you're a trying to like yeah, yeah, exactly. what's the melody I, like, I know
2: the song. I'm just trying to think of who <laughs> did it. It was some singer songwriter. I right. forget her name.
0: Um, and uh, I was like whoa the production is really cool. Her voice is great. So I just kind of dig- did some more digging, and then I heard her song um wannabe and i was like whoa the production which there's a little bit of explicitity in it and so we, sure you know um that one didn't make the list <laughs> but it couldn't but for those listeners definitely check out wannabe as well but the her her voice is phenomenal it is just crystal clear and just she has so much control over it and the hooks are just like on this great hooks. I'm always yeah. like, I typically, whenever I'm waking up, I'm usually waking up to a song in my head. Mm-hmm. I usually have like a song or some kind of music in my head. And, um, and for a while I'd wake up think, dreaming, or not dreaming, but like having her songs in my head, her hooks, Wow, you know, and it's just so good. And so recently I got to see her live and it was the craziest experience because she, play? she played at the Wonder Ballroom. Okay, right on. And f- first of all, she came out it was the, the band is this one girl on bass, this the drummer, and then this one girl on guitar, and then she had some backup dancers. Then she comes out on stage, she's like six five. She's wow. towering over these people. Oh my gosh. So she's very tall and um, they have coordination, or the they have a coordinated dance for all pretty much all of the songs. Good for them. So not only is she a phenomenal singer, but they slayed at the dancing, and she could keep pitch so like she still had just as good of control while dancing these very great, lovely dance moves, and so it just totally blew me away her talent. And so, um, so I don't know. She's just definitely one of the new pop pop artists that I've been really just into lately. And uh, while she was playing too, she was like, I'm finally having my Britney Spears moment. I'm like, yes, get it oh, girl. Funny.
2: Britney all the way, OG. <laughs> well, and I think she's supposed to be in my life for a reason too, because you put her on the playlist here. My wife, Sarah introduced me to her music uh, from her curating like just a couple weeks ago. So this oh, is yeah. super crazy, great selection. I'm celebrating pop music with Bo Bascaro. This is Betty Who with Ignore Me. Uh, so we made a note about the Betty who track she had a one take video. Yeah. Well, okay. So what we were talking
0: about was that I feel like most of her songs have to have been written with the intention of a dance being performed in it because there's, there's so much space there for that to happen. And then most of her music videos are her, um, doing one take dancing you know, with a, just a one take choreographed dance. And then I had the pleasure of getting to see her a few weeks ago live at the Wonder Ballroom. And she came out and she like, she had herself and, uh, uh, drummer, bass, guitar player, and then two, <laughs> which already guitar you win, which is wonderful, yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, and then two background dancers, and they every song was a choreographed dance, which is crazy because she could perform so flawlessly with those with those dance moves, and so I, it just has to have been. I I really think that it it was intended to be written with
2: dancing involved. So it's captivated you and a couple other people in the room were talking about that video. What do you think it is about doing something just a little bit different, especially in this, we need content uh, environment, because Mm -hmm. you do a lot of that. Like you're extremely open. If you're not following Bo on Instagram, do yourself a favor and follow (laughs) Bo on Instagram. Like you you put yourself out there too. Like I know doing a, a one take dance routine may not equate to like you sharing live video from a songwriting session. Right. But I, in a lot of ways, I think it still gives that same connection to the listener. How do you approach that to not overshare? I think I think you
0: definitely have. There are times where you want to have a filter on what you're what you're being vulnerable vulnerable about. But. Um, The thing is, it kind of goes along with what I was talking about earlier, where I want the the point of me being in music and writing what I'm writing is to that that people can know that they're understood, they're heard, and they're just as important as I want to feel. And so I think with doing with that being said, my goal is to be um, to be vulnerable because you don't you're not going to be vulnerable with someone that's closed off you know? And so I want people to know that, you know, I'm, I want to be an open book. I want you to feel like you're safe with me. So Mm. I will be, I'll, I'll be the first one to be vulnerable. So you can know, you can know me and you can trust me. You know, that's kind of, that's kind of how I feel. Um, but I'm definitely not going to be like first time we meet, let me tell you my daddy issues. You know, that's (laughs) not, that's by no means what I'm saying, Right, Right. but I think, um, with my songwriting, I I come from, it comes from a really vulnerable place. And with like a one take dance video, I think that that's really, I mean, there's a lot of depth and a lot of emotions that come out of even a dance. And I think that, um, I think that definitely that helps, that helps connect with, with the listener or yeah. the, I guess the washer the watcher in this point.
2: Yeah, because I mean, that's the human reaction yeah. to music. It always has been to yeah. dance, oh, absolutely. you know? Uh, but there's also this anthemic, uh, almost community thought when you get certain songs that really resonate and also are kind of recorded this way. Mm-hmm. I want to talk to you about why you selected Jesse Weir's track, Say You Love Me. It's got this kind of community vibe oh, my to it, Lord. very anthemic. <laughs> this is a great song. Oh yes.
0: I. No, once again, I have no clue how I even stumbled upon her, but this song specifically, it's another one of those, uh, like if this was, this is a song that would definitely be in a scene of a movie where, you know, whatever is happening And, and personally, I think that this would be either in a really emotional breakup or a really, uh, emotional love scene where it's like, it's raining outside and they're inside and having this conversation, but then it gets to, things get a little heated in the right way, you know, and things escalate. Yeah. You know, (laughs) exactly. In an old abandoned house or whatever. right? Nice and creepy. (laughs) That's the, that's the best way to go. (laughs) Yeah. Love making with danger, right? It's always, (laughs) you always want to have a little bit of danger
1: because what is
0: that? You're not even living then at that point, if you're not right. But, um, but I just, it's such a beautiful, uh, that kind of anthematic track that I think, um, it's just, it's, it's got, this one specifically, I think has a lot of emotions to it because it's, it feels really love song to me, but at the same time, it's a, it's kind of heartbreaking, you know? And, and the so. dynamics
2: are crazy yes. in this track. It goes from these huge spots. So there's these great breakdowns in the bridge, man. I really enjoyed uh, yeah. learning this track. Oh Yeah. Thank you for submitting this. Uh, it is on a long list of great pop songs we've been enjoying tonight. I'm Luke Neal. This is Sounds of PDX. My co-host tonight is Bo Bascora. We're listening to our current favorite pop tracks. Uh, actually, we couldn't fit them all on the list. We would be here <laughs> long there. into the morning. We'd be here all week, dude. But this is one that made the cut. Uh, this is Jesse Ware with Say You Love Me here on Sounds of PDX. The New Coast here on Portland Radio Project. You've been enjoying Sounds of PDX. Uh, I've got Bo Bascoro. has been hanging out with me all night long. We've been listening to a handful of really wonderful music. Uh, we've only got a couple songs left on tonight's playlist. Uh, but before we kind of dive into some goodbyes, let's tell the listeners what you're going to be doing in 2018, what they can expect from you. Yeah. Uh,
0: well, like we talked about before, we're doing a lot. I've booked a lot more, um, a lot more shows this this year. And so I'm going to be playing um a few different a couple different music uh yeah concert series and music festivals I'm playing at the Independence Day Fun Festival, nice uh, in, in Corbett, which is actually really cool because I've been going there since I was a kid. Oh, nice! It's a quaint, like, cute little little town, but it's a huge, like, a whole huge day festival um, with parades and then just music and fireworks. So, dude, small I'm town, 4th July. Yeah, That's the way to so do it. It's so awesome! I'm really excited about that one. Um, and then we've got a few new singles coming soon. Um, we were just in the studio with Justin Abel from Tone Lab Studio and, um, that dude's a genius and we just, every time I play, I work with him, it's just such a great collaboration and he just knows, he gets me and he knows what we want. He knows the direction and we just throw it there and it's. Efficient we're quick efficient and we just we just slay together. So I'm really excited. About is that. this
2: all new material? Or is it something that maybe some people have heard in your acoustic sets or no actually uh,
0: These this is all stuff coming from like some recent uh, Songwriting sessions okay. and the retreats and stuff and so not I don't think anyone's really heard it So
2: that's exciting. I'm man. really excited. Gosh. I'm really excited to hear what people think about it I'm really nervous, but we'll see. We'll see. Well, you've got to bring it here to us We'd be happy to share it at Portland Dude, Radio your, Project. Your priority that's well, I appreciate Obviously. that. <laughs> You've been a staple of my playlist for most of 2017. So oh, thanks, if we can get an early listen, man, we would be uh, more than pleased. Uh, a lot of the pop music we've listened to tonight, I wouldn't say has been set in one tempo. A lot of pop <laughs> music's like the mid to higher tempo. Oh yeah. Are we gonna see some higher tempo tracks from you? E- absolutely.
0: <laughs> and you know, I think a lot of that is because of, uh, for a while I was just like, I feel like slow, slow music is slow pop music or slow tracks for in general are like a little little bit easier for me Mm -hmm. and having a catchy, upbeat, like feel good song where you where you want to roll the windows windows down um, is kind of like, that's always been the goal for me. You know, like the whole scenario, theatric scenario where there's a scene where someone's doing something, that's how I write. And so um, there's definitely a lot of singles coming out soon that uh, had the intention of someone rolling down their windows and just driving through the back roads thinking certain things that you'll find out when you hear it. <laughs>
2: well, I, I know for sure that uh, that's happened. I've driven around town with your singles playing yeah, for man, sure. Heck yeah, man, you're the best. Uh, well, we've got one more song that you put in the playlist today. It's a band that uh, is just, you put it best. They tried to be an indie band, ended up being one of the best pop bands ever. Mm-hmm. Uh, you selected All These Things by One Republic. Yes. What do these guys mean to you?
0: I think, um, I, I really, they really captured my attention. Back in, when they came out in, I think 2008 with "Apologize." I was already hooked on them from that alone because I was I was really into strings at the time. Obviously, whenever I do my acoustic shows, I have my violin and my cellist, and um, and so they started as an indie band with a cello, and that whole first record was really indie. But then the second one was pop, but really orchestral too. And so it was around the time that I was into the same kind of, kind of arranging Hmm. and composition. And so um, it's almost as if I've been following in their footsteps, not like not being self-righteous by any means, but just like, just like that's my genre has, um, has kind of been parallel to what they've been doing. And so they've kind of consistently been influential for me, just subconsciously. Hmm. Um, And so with this, this new record that they came out with it, is it's really great. It pushes their envelope because it's a lot more, uh, there's a lot of nineties concepts in it, but also a lot of modern production like we were talking about. And so um, I just really respect them as producers and songwriters. And then Ryan Tedder, obviously this guy can sing and play piano like no other. So
2: yeah. Yeah. One Republic just as a band that keeps evolving, but creating Good music that stays in their wheelhouse and just resonates with their fans. All these things right now here on Portland Radio Project. Stick around, I've got my goodbyes and more with Bo Baskoro. <music> That's One Republic here on Portland Radio Project. You've been enjoying Sounds of PDX. I've been your host Luke Neal with Beau Bascoro tonight. My hey. special co-host, uh, dude. The, the time just flew by. Honestly, every single time. I knew it was going to be fun, but, but it's always so fun, and we have so much to talk about, anyways. So yeah, I'm a very, very uh, fortunate position to be able to. Chill out with the musicians that I dig, listen to some music, dive into some cool topics. Uh, You shared a lot of cool stuff. I had a bunch of other questions about some stuff, but we get talking about the good times. Yeah. And uh, this is what it's about. So before we send you off into the evening, uh, do you want to give a shout out to the folks who are all going over across the pond for those weddings? Oh, absolutely. Hey, we got
0: Swapnil and Lauren Shaw. They're going to be, we're going to be seeing them soon. They they heard us on uh, Instagram live rehearsal and we're like, you guys sound great. How would you like for us to fly you over to England and play for our wedding? And we were like,
2: Hmm, <laughs> yes, we will. <laughs> and broadcast so, your, her- your rehearsals. Yeah, that's the I, lesson I, that's here. The yeah, that's the way to go. Broadcast it.
0: So if you're, if you're going to get discovered one way, <laughs> <so> Instagram <laughs> live, I'll tell you what, <laughs> but those guys are great. Shout out to them. We're excited to see you guys and uh, to common hours and, um, and Christopher Wirth, really excited to play with those guys. And, uh, shout out to, uh, Jack Kennedy and Amy Evans who are in the studio with us as well. That's my right. guys, these Thanks are for my hanging favorites. out tonight. Yeah. They came in, took some photos and picked on me a little bit and it's <laughs> great. It's great. Love these guys.
2: I'm glad you brought it up. Yes. Please do not miss uh, Bo's show this Thursday night at the white Eagle at 8 PM with common hours and Christopher worth, uh, definitely going to be a great show. Well, man, it's, it's always a pleasure to hang out with you and to talk shop, uh, you're always welcome back. Looking forward to the new Heck music yeah, from you, man. man. Thank you
0: so much for having me. This has been so fun.
2: Been great to celebrate pop music with you. I'm going to end the night out with uh, a new single from Churches. It's called Get Out. They've got new music coming, a full yes. LP in April. Have you heard this track? No, I uh, didn't know this was coming. I'm excited. fantastic. Brand new stuff from Churches here on Portland Radio Project. Until next time, I've been your host, Luke Neal, reminding you to discover and support local music. Have a great night.